This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks with Troy Harmon. I have with me Jacob Keene and Nick Antonucci. That was a very tense sounding, intense sounding intro. Like you're about to get like breaking news or something. Well, yeah. maybe you are. Broken news. Broken news. Broken yeah. news. That's uh, that's the kind of thing that we always watch for constantly around here, right? Yeah. News drives markets. Fake uh, news, real news. Yeah, no doesn't doubt. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, it, it all depends on what you believe these days. All right. Well, we've got uh, more information to talk about. Uh, you are listening to Money Talks, and um, as such, we answer quite a few financial questions. We have a uh, case study we'd like to talk about this week. Uh, basically, we have a business owner who is named Henry. Uh, he's looking to sell his business. He's contemplating two offers. That's pretty awesome, Nick. We do a lot of this kind of work. and uh, It's good to have options. Two offers, good right? to have options. Uh, one is from a strategic buyer who will likely resell the business, possibly after closing a division. Uh, they want Henry to stay on for the next three years to oversee the division closing and help streamline the main business. Uh, the offer is well worth the effort. Um but uh, the second offer is a cash offer, which is a bit lower um, than he wanted. Um, but he had uh, be fully retired as soon as the transaction was complete. He had uh, sell everything, control, uh, client list, physical assets, everything. It's all in the deal. Uh, says he likes the idea of being free and clear, but isn't sure if he should take the cash offer because, because it's lower than he wanted. Um, uh, he, he wants to know how does he determine if the higher price uh, with the earnout? now that's a new concept too, an earnout um, would be better, would be the better deal. So what should he consider? Nick, uh, you, uh, I didn't get to it when we were opening the show, but you do uh, possess uh, from your hard studies and, and efforts uh, a SEPA and uh, a CVA. The CVA, i I'm also a certified valuation analyst, right. but uh, um, the SEPA is something relatively new to you. Yeah, um, it's certified exit, exit planning, planning advisor. Yeah, okay. So this would be right up your alley as a exit planning advisor. Um, can you tell us what to consider? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to get too in the weeds here and bog you down with you know the the small details, but really just kind of thinking top level. Obviously, the answer is it depends. And the first thing I would think of, and this is something we talk about with our clients, is, okay, the cash offer may be lower than right. than a, a deal where you have an earnout period, something like that. Um, but if the cash offer right now absolutely covers your retirement needs, it's something you want to entertain because so it could at, be a personal decision. Exactly. You Maybe you got offered five. You know, you you wanted six million dollars, but they offered you four and a half million dollars all cash. There's certainty there knowing that you're going to receive that payment right now. There's no dependency in the future of, you know, does the new ownership run the company differently? Does it run it into the ground? Are they able to make those payments? Do we have a recession? Those Do are we things have a that recession? we can't even control. Right. And the earnouts are going to be tied a lot to that. How does the how does the business uh, continue to operate after the transaction? Now, with an earnout, you're going to stay on. You're going to work. And oftentimes, that's two, three years. Now, why um, would somebody be incented to do that? Well, as the as bigger, the purchaser, the check. as the purchase, well the 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 check for sure, and and if I'm the purchaser of the company, um, I want there to be a smooth transition. Sure. I don't want to just purchase this company and 
come in here and, and change up the culture, change up the way things operate. That's a that's a very good way to 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 run a business into the ground and and yeah. run Culture into operational often are those are the killer for um, sure. So in the earnout, you're basically agreeing to stay on for a number of years, ensure there's a smooth transition. Um, and clients feel attached to that individual who they've been dealing with for a long time. Absolutely. Now, what's important to know about earnouts is, as the seller, you can structure those a number of different ways. You can say it's I I participate in the upside. Of the of of the company, so if earnings grow, you know, 10%, my my earnout payout increases, you know, in lockstep with that. At the same time, you can set a floor to say it grows, but at the same time, I'll never accept less than a $200,000 payout. Now, sure, what happens if we do enter a recession and the company's not able to make that payment? You, there 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 is a lot more risk in that, but you can get a higher uh, a higher price, the deal price. So it really depends on on your particular situation. I would say if it comes down to you know four and a half million dollars versus six, but four and a half million dollars is far more than you need to retire, then that's something real to consider. Sure. Yeah. So it's uh, it, it's not just like you said. It's um... situation by situation, as is I feel like anything in in our industry. Yeah. That's uh, that's always a, a difficult task, and it's usually a business that somebody has uh, put their heart and soul into for a long time. Sure. Anyway, when when we last spoke, guys, uh, Nick, we were talking about uh, an offer that uh, Henry had been made, uh, a cash offer versus an earnout. Um, earnouts are real common in the market, uh, as you said. Uh, basically, you know, he can be there, help transition the business. Yeah. He can also, usually those earnout payments are tied in some manner to performance, so profitability as long as all that maintains. Um, you know, uh, he would he would benefit from uh, the earnout with higher uh, cash values. Sure. But there is something about uh, something about getting your cash and just going to the house. What uh, what you think of immediately is the fact that there's less risk. But there's really a little more to it than that, right? When we talk about financial theory. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll get into that. I do want to say real quick though, in this particular case, Henry has two two offers. Right. Um, sometimes that's you know that's common. Sometimes not so much. But it never hurts to shop and see what else is out there. Just because you two have two offers doesn't mean that they're great offers. And doesn't mean you can't generate a higher offer somewhere else, whether it be through pri- private equity. Unlikely that you get a higher price from private equity than than a strategic buyer like it seems like we have here. And they usually um, don't want to just plop down cash and let you walk absolutely away. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So just something else. Um, right. To and when you think about a strategic buyer, quite often this might be one of your competitors. Yeah, absolutely. This might be a competitor in the in the business that's looking to do that. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things you have to concern yourself with at that point because uh, what's to say that they don't um, entice you into a conversation for, you know, might drag it on for weeks or months. Uh, and then at the end of it say, oh, no, I don't worry about it. And they walk away with information you've given them that uh, you shouldn't have trusted them with possibly. Yeah, always have your non-disclosure agreements in place for this yeah. entire process. Even if you don't even if they don't disclose it to anyone else, what prevents them from using That's your, true. your strategies? I mean, there, there are some of those concerns to be had. Um, but, Jacob, you mentioned uh, there's some just basic yeah. uh, investment or financial philosophy. Yeah, I think the time value before, yeah, before the break, Nick was mentioning 
say a four and a half million dollar offer in cash and then six million dollar earnout. Well, if that earnout's over a handful of years, that four and a half million in cash could be generating returns for you then. Absolutely. Um, so there is, you know, a reason for the discount when you get the money earlier because there's a discount rate on the business itself, which typically a private business is going to be riskier than say if you bought the S and P 500 or one of our great investment models. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Um, and, but the one thing that you can do if you just took your cash and walked away, instead of being all invested in one business, you could diversify it. Right. Uh, you could also manage it if you did see. I mean, we mentioned the potential for a recession coming. So, you know, in a business sense, there's often very little that you can do uh, other than maybe invest elsewhere to to try to offset the 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 ravages of a recession, uh, usually it knocks down revenue at very least and maybe even profitability. So, you know, if you took the cash, you could put it in bonds, which you sure. usually and, and, do well. And in Jacob's example, if we're talking, let's say, $4 million versus $6 million, if you can earn an annualized return of 4% over a 10-year period, let's just say that's what the earnout period was. It might be less. All you have to do is earn a 4% annualized return, you get to that $6 million. Yeah, right. the same period. Of time. Right. Yeah. And you could do that in corporate bonds right, right. now. Yeah. Really. And, and usually or split what you between see, equities and bonds. Yeah. Uh, usually what you see in those um, in those instances is the you know if they are going to make a single cash lump sum payment they use the cost of capital as applied to the business that's being valued and uh, you know Nick is a valuation analyst. Uh, a lot goes into those uh, calculations, and, sure. and they make a huge impact on a, the value of a business. Uh, it's not just the borrowings. Often, you know, a business borrows from the owners, uh, small businesses. It's not mm-hmm. uncommon for them to have a, a loan on the books from an owner, or, you know, they might have a bank loan. Um, but more often than not, it's equity, and equity in small businesses, especially those that are privately held, can get pretty expensive yeah and don't don't automatically assume that you you're going to get an all-cash offer because all-cash offers are pretty pretty rare yeah um you have to assume whoever the purchaser is can get bank financing or has the cash readily available to make that purchase and in most of most cases especially when you're dealing with small businesses that's not the case yeah and what often happens uh you know you'll see a a business owner either want to pass that business on to uh, employees that have done them a great job, right. and loyal and and uh, not only loyal but competent, uh, you know, so that they could potentially pay them out or a, a family member quite often sure. is passed on to the next generation. And usually, when you have those types of situations, what do you wind up having? It's the bank is not fond of many of those deals, so the owner has to finance it out. Right. More and we in see, the we see in that. the term of a of a uh, payout or a uh, earn out, earn out right? yeah and we see that pretty regularly so you know early on have have a professional involved in the deal don't assume you can do it all yourself and that you know the ins and outs because yeah even if you come to a value um the other pieces of the deal are, are very important um you know and and making sure that you sure. describe um you know what what would be a default and and actually the the rights of all parties involved really need to be covered. So an attorney is is an absolute must when you come to these deals. Right. When we come back, we'll talk about that a little bit. So stick around. We'll throw rocks at ETFs. Uh-huh. 
All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.